<sighs> it's cold. Bundle up, kiddos. It's definitely that time of year again. I'm your friend, Luke, the Strip Club DJ, alongside with my friends, Alex. Yes, hello, I'm Alex. And Brandon. Yeah, hey, I'm Brandon. And a little show we like to call One to Review. It's episode 22, and by now I'm sure you know how this goes. One point is given to every movie that we review that we don't like. Two points goes to every movie that we review that we do like. And we review until we get to 20 points, and then we call it a day. It's really that simple. Uh, it's cold, and the fire's starting to die down. So let's kick that intro. One. Welcome back to a, another episode of One to Review. Happy Monday to everyone. The first film that we saw this week, I hope you guys saw it. I know I did. This is an old film from 1996. It is uh, directed by Patrick Klein. It is a film called Crunk and Tug. It's about two cavemen who are uh, transported to the future to become the president's bodyguards because a, an evil dinosaur priest from the past has arrived in our time uh, to change the future forever. That's a... Uh, the synopsis of the film. So yeah, basically, a, a bad guy comes to the future, tries to kill the president, so these two uh, elite cavemen bodyguards are pulled from the past. Uh, it's a very 1996 film, I will say. It definitely feels that way the whole time. Uh, I had a great time with this film. Uh, what did you guys think? I loved it. It's a comedy. Um, Pauly Shore's in it. Pauly Shore is great. This is like kind of like the peak of his career, you know? And it's not your average Pauly Shore character. It almost has more depth, I would want to say, than a lot of his films. But yeah, it was funny, and the president was actually reassuring and well thought yeah, out. I, yeah, I think that's that's something good. Like you said, it had a little more heart to it. And I think there's something, Crunk uh, uh, and Tug, he plays Crunk, uh, and he's got a lot of prosthetics on his face. And, and what I would argue about this film is that Pauly Shore was able to act a, a lot more honestly when he kind of wore a mask. I think, you know, when he is just himself on screen, he's got to kind of put on that that show and that act. And it felt like like Krunk really had some, like, honesty to him. And again, I believe it's he was able to hide behind something that gave him a little more ability as an artist to express himself. Yeah. I, I think, as an actor, that's kind of what I saw. Yeah, astute observation. Film. Luke, what did you think? Yeah, I went into this one expecting a very slapsticky. Eh, formulaic fart joke oh these guys are from a different time but what I found was that exploring the depth of thought and sort of the philosophical struggle that a caveman would have coming to the future and trying to protect the president president was really a, an enlightening and and powerful one I cried in the movie I'll be honest I was crying for a lot of this yeah, in a 90s Polly Shore film, uh, it was able to get that kind of emotion out of people. I mean, you're not the only one that felt that way. I, I think it's important to say that Tug is played by uh, Ralph McLean, who is also a, a pretty big comedy uh, genius, I'd say, in 1990s through, you know, even the, the very early 2000s. Yeah, he had a string of hits, very, blockbusters. But is gone, and I don't know where that guy went. Um, I didn't do any research or anything, but he just seemed like he dropped off the map, uh, which is a shame. I mean, I guess Polly Shore did as well. So maybe this, you know, this film. Well, if you guys noticed, was it? Yeah, if you guys noticed, I'm sorry. Throughout the movie, um, Ralph McLean really has the funniest teeth in comedy history. Definitely, that was his big, thing. Yeah, big, yeah. two front teeth. Just big, big weird teeth. And uh, I did some research on this. What he actually did was he had some dental surgery done, and he stopped getting jobs after he had his teeth fixed. Well, what do you expect? That's what you're known for. 
yeah, I don't know who his agent was, but that person that person should be fired from Hollywood and sent to Denver, Colorado, or something. What do you guys think of the evil dinosaur priest? Those pretty cool effects, right? He's great, yeah. Uh, Rachel McKay, actually, it's played by a woman because, yeah, it's mostly a puppet. The whole thing is yeah. pretty much a puppet. But, man, what a cool character. Yeah. Super like, cool to def- learn that dinosaurs had religion. I didn't even That didn't even cross my mind, but it makes sense. Sure. I mean, I'm sure that's debatable uh, for a 1996 Polly Shore film. I don't know if that's science, but, yes, I enjoyed. I definitely enjoyed the religious, the whole, like, theology of the dinosaur lore was very well, cool. Well, Alex, if you, if you do your homework, cool. it's not lore. It's actually history fact. And just <laughs> I encourage my listeners to do a little research on reptilian control and dinosaur uh, religions. But that's that's on your own time. I'm talking about Crunk and Tug here. I don't know... Um, a lot about that it just uh I, I did have fun with the religious aspects maybe a little out of place a little heavy-handed with the message but um definitely great visual effects with that dinosaur woman yeah great movie great acting deep thoughtful i'm ready to review the film how do you guys feel yeah 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 let's do it what do you got brandon oh for me two points i mean i had no idea this movie was like this i definitely remember seeing it on the shelf as a kid at blockbuster thinking oh Polly shore maybe next weekend or something i just watched son-in-law i just watched encino man i just i wheezed enough juice at the time i'm glad i went back to catch this one two points definitely yeah um go for it the juice i was wheezing those were tears during this film uh of course it wasn't all, you know, emotional revelations. It was broken up with some farts and some pants ripping and people getting splashed with water. But ultimately, this was a really introspective piece of art for me to view. And I'm um, not going to probably not going to watch it again. I don't need to go to that place too many times in my life. But um, definitely give this a lot of respect for the emotional uh the emotional cliff that it jumped off of. So two points for me. Cool. Yeah, definitely a solid two points for Crunk and Tug. Uh, yeah, same thing. I always walked past it at the video store when I was a kid and for whatever reason never appealed to me. And it should have, you know, I love dinosaurs and stuff. But uh, yeah, shout out to Ralph McLean. Good luck to that guy's career. And and Rachel McKay, who you can actually hear her stuff. She's on South Park, I think. Uh, so check her out. And yeah, check out Crunk and Tug. That is six points for that film. Whoa! Six points. That's great. What a surprise. Um, okay, so things are getting cold here, actually. I took the ACs out of my window, finally, and it. I have a feeling we're, it's going to get a little bit colder, so um, everybody has a fireplace. Everybody needs wood. You guys, especially out there. How cold does it get in LA? It gets like 60. 60. That's kind of cold. Okay, you're probably going to build a fire, at least for fun. Save on some s'mores. This week, as you know, every week we come up with a different way to keep score. This week we're going to be chopping some logs. That way we are prepared for the winter and we keep ourselves warm, right, guys? Yep. Yeah, yeah. We're going to be chopping a log a point. Okay. Well, put on your glasses, guys. Let's do this. Here we go. Oh, that one went flying. That one went flying. Got one. How many was that? Six points. Chopping logs is fun. Yeah, two each. One more. Two each, right? Oh, I chopped six. Six each. I don't know. I did two. Yeah, I did. We never figured this out. We never talked about it. You're right. 
All right. Well, as long as we got six I got logs. you covered. Six logs were chopped. I mean, we need more firewood than you. We've got uh, two people and a dog. All right. Nice work. Six logs for the fire. Let's kick it to an advertisement. An Yay. advertisement. Synth Ivory, the new artificial ivory designed to recreate all the style and class of elephant and rhino tusk, you know, but without the social and political pain associated with ivory trade. Synth Ivory, by Posh Poo, a Pish Poo division devoted to elegance. Great. Um, yeah, Love that Synth, Poo. That synth Love Ivory truly there. is an elegant addition to any home. Uh, get on their waiting list, I would suggest, because uh, it's not... It, the simplest thing to get your hands on and it's not cheap it's not expensive but it's not cheap yeah it's sort of middle of the road gotta love pishpoo straight down the middle thank you pishpoo. um speaking yeah thank you pishpoo speaking of straight down the middle we got another movie this week this one's good alex you want to kick it off all right cool the next film that we saw is a film called where's the pope brandon you found this one for us uh what do you got to say about it oh yeah i definitely found this one t-cat Again, hits the silver screen in a big way with a small movie with big ideas. This um, Where's the Pope basically explores the idea uh, what happens if the Pope teams up with the Dalai Lama. They go on a fun-filled trip to discover youth and what it means to be religious in today's modern society. All the time, the Vatican cronies are in hot pursuit. This is an indie film, small film, but uh, yeah, it's wide scoping, though, in its ideas and its locations. I love it. Yeah, yeah. You said uh, T-Cat for listeners that aren't familiar because she's a newer director. Uh, That's Kathy Small. She's from Brooklyn, uh, from I think even your neck of the woods, specifically in Brooklyn. Uh, She's a new director. And yeah, this film was charming to me, I felt like. It's the Pope, uh, and he's an older man, and he teams up with the Dalai Lama, who's a younger reincarnation. So it's, you know, it's a a guy and a boy. It's kind of like a father-sonny, almost road trip. Uh, They get into some silly trouble and stuff. They order pancakes. There's a great scene at a diner. They go camping. You know, there's a talk about the moon and the stars and some religious stuff, uh, broadly religious stuff that didn't feel so specific that it alienated me. And it, you know, opened, I don't know, opened up my mind to some thoughts. Uh, That's vague, but. Yeah, you got to think. You guys might be able to explain it better. T-Cat, her motivations for this movie are probably pretty good hearted. You know, teaming up the Dalai Lama with the Pope, it seems like a strange combination, but that's really where we get the fun in life when we meet people that from different walks of life that we wouldn't think would be friends, but really kick it off. And they've got a lot in common. Like you said, they love uh, they're a couple of foodies. They love exploring different food. Lord knows the Pope is sick of water crackers and wine and the Dalai Lama probably hates rice and goat meat or no I mean the Dalai Lama doesn't eat goat right Uh, eats Cheerios Cheerios every morning he loves those Cheerios Um, so yeah definitely the diner scene where they're ordering all that crazy food and they have to hide behind the giant pancake stack and ultimately uh, I don't know. I mean, this this movie was a lot of fun, but the, the I felt like maybe the that type of violence that was perpetrated against the Vatican cronies in maybe the, some of these scenes was a little extreme. Running through the kitchen and and tricking the crony to fall into the fryer that was kind of violent. I know he survived it, but um, I don't think it was really supposed to be real. Though the whole thing was almost like a dream, you know. 
Yeah. I mean, the I very the... distinct casting and bold choice of casting two queer African-Americans as the Dalai Lama and the Pope really set the stage for anything happening. Yeah, I thought the soundtrack was wonderful. So many wonderful indie hits, like, you know, new stuff by The Shins. and Yeah, definitely. I mean, now that, now that you mention it, LCD sound system also in the mix there. Um, this did seem a little bit like... Um, I don't know. Did, did did the casting of the Dalai Lama and the Pope need to be two black trans um, folks? You know, I know they were good actors, but it just seemed like maybe it was miscast, or just they cast two black trans actors to play these roles, and just like as a a sort of statement of inclusion. Yeah, but why not? I mean. I thought it was an interesting choice. It was a little try hard with the hipster soundtrack. And uh, I, I mean, these these are cultures, these are religions steeped in ancient ideas and practices, ethics. And so to just sort of be loosey goosey, isn't that kind of offensive to Catholics and Buddhists in a way? Could it be? You got to choose what's going to offend you, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, can't I be offended? If you want to, sure. Okay, yeah, I'm offended. Sure. Okay. All right, cool. I'm not. I was not. I thought this film was fine. I thought it was pretty cartoony. And yeah, I thought it was fun. It reminded me of, um, I don't know. It reminded me of Moonrise Kingdom, kind of. Yeah. Had that lightheartedness to yeah, it. Yeah, a lot yeah, cheaper, It was though. quirky, independent film, big ideas, bold casting choices, and a kind of generic soundtrack. Yeah. I think all in all, Where's the Pope could have gone a lot of different places, but this movie sort of fell flat and sort of rested on its hipster value instead of actually making a fun, exciting story. And uh, a little over top with the violence, I think that didn't really belong in there. What's your score? Let's review it. All right, cool. Yeah. Uh, ultimately, though, I'm going to give this film a one. I guess, yeah, I, I didn't see it, I guess, the way you guys did. It's, it's a little all over the place. I, I thought I understood this movie, but I guess I don't think I really did. So, yeah, I'm going to give it a one. Two points for me. I um, Not just because I'm from Brooklyn, not just because I'm a hipster, but I thought this was a good film. I mean, um, it's not often that I see a film that makes such bold choices. So two points for me. Brandon, you're not a hipster. You're an artist, okay? Thanks, Luke. You're not a hipster. You're not in that category. Um, uh, uh, this thing, wow, yeah, that, I don't know. A point from me. They should have had. They should have brought me in to cast it and direct it. It would have been a lot better. And I don't even know what I'm doing. So, one point, four points total. All right, four points. Four, four logs. Should we talk about this beforehand so we don't exert enough energy, or should we just each do four? Well, we got an even number of logs. We got an odd number of people. I'll do a log. Ready? Yeah. I'll do one. And I'll do one. Do another one. It sounds like you're whipping logs. Well, we all chop wood differently. All righty. Alrighty, yeah, let's kick an ad. And uh, hey, man, holiday sponsor on this one. Tis the season for an ad. 
Uh, I'll do this yep. one. In your roastiest, toastiest <clears throat> My voice. roastiest and toastiest. Every holiday season, urban dwellers miss out on the inexplicable joy of a glowing Yuletime fireplace. For only $129.99, Fire Guys will set up, ignite, and monitor a real fire in your home. All you need is a window. Book now using promo code REVIEW to upgrade your log package for free. Fire Guys, your roasty, toasty special. That's great. And it's all for a circle. I mean, we're chopping these logs. They're going to get a portion of these logs. We get increased ad revenue. And you guys get a great product at a discounted price. Um, let's stay warm all year round. That's right, guys. You can chop your own logs for Fire Guys. Just make sure that you send in some pictures. You just got to uh, MMS them some pictures of your logs to make sure that they're approved. And make sure you know the type of wood that you're chopping there because... Uh, some some varieties of pine are really poppy and might create a, some sparks and a dangerous condition for the fire. Right, guys. a vacuumous condition where they the do air monitor. Gets sucked in. Yeah, they do monitor the fire for you though. So they're they leave they leave one guy there. It's not like they leave all the whole fire guys crew. They have a guy there just watching. So yeah, in the advanced package, you can just put a iPhone on top and it'll monitor the whole thing and send them live updates. So. Yeah, Let's say you're having a party, you don't want one of their techs or whatever hanging out. You can do it all remotely. Right. They'll wait outside the building while you roast your fire. They've got sensors on their on their thing. They're, they'll be there, but they're, they're a presence, but they're not in your house necessarily. Unless you want them to be. It's cold outside. Don't Let touch, them enjoy the fire too. Yeah, don't touch the fire, guys. That's strictly forbidden. They're there for safety. They're not there to touch. Right. My sister started dating one of the fire guys for a little bit. No way. How'd that work out? Uh, I mean, it didn't. They're married now? Is that the ship fort guy? No. Good. All right. The next film that we saw is a film called Super Size Heart. This is a film directed by Irving Orlando. This film came out a couple years ago. This is a 2014 flick. Stars Ed Harris as Michael Howard. He's the owner of a fast food, uh, you know, empire, the Duple's chain of fast food restaurants. And uh, he kind of goes undercover to see what life is like for his lower level employees. And he ends up falling in love with a single mother. As that's the story. Uh, what did you guys think of Super Size Heart? Man, I honestly have a soft spot for Undercover Boss. Sometimes I'll put that on and i'll even just mute it but having undercover boss on sometimes really inspires me um something about it it's just so scripted and so cheesy um so getting a basically a motion picture version of undercover boss starring ed harris and then they fall in love this is like a no-brainer i i really enjoyed this film yeah i did too i felt like the it was great i just enjoyed it pretty straightforward uh the love story was good it reminded me of the first i remember sleepless in seattle the way i felt when i first watched that as a kid or you've got mail before yeah before i even understood love those movies had an impact on me and i felt like super size heart had a similar one for me yeah um, i i really found this to be heartwarming and a great holiday flick to take a date or you could even take your mom to this. You could even take your mom and, uh, you know, talk about how um, mom and dad got together. That'd be a great that'd be a great opportunity there. I feel like the betrayal of finally finding out that you're not just a regular Joe, that this guy that you've been seeing is actually the owner of your fast food chain. 
there might be some kind of ethical boundary that's been crossed there. Uh, but in this movie, it didn't, I don't know. It was it, was he crossing the line in dating his employees? I don't, I don't no, I don't think no, so. No, it felt genuine. He wasn't abusing his power. They loved power. each other. I can't imagine, I can't imagine a person in the world that wouldn't love this movie, that you couldn't take take someone to that wouldn't enjoy this film. It was so heartwarming. And those so, bergs so, and shakes looked so good. Yeah, yeah, big bergs at Duples. Duples big bergs challenge was a pretty funny scene, huh? Yep, yep. That hamburger Man. was huge, but it, they made it look good. <laughs> Ed Harris is so good. His mouth gets really so big when he's eating it. that sandwich. It was insane. His mouth was so Helen, oily. Yeah. Uh, Helen Grant, who plays Marcy, is incredible. She was just adorable to watch. It really was a sweet story, I guess, uh, all ethical problems aside. And you can really tell when they go out on their first date and from under the seat she pulls out some stolen burgers well stolen i mean just they sure i mean so that's the thing yeah she's like i swipe these they don't let us take these but she takes them and like and he has to bite his his policy because okay yeah i mean the the film opens up with him uh, creating a policy that is you will be fired if you steal food because you know they're like we're losing money because employees are stealing then he finds out why are they stealing because they're not paying them enough so she has to steal the food to Right, but know. he soon discovers that nothing tastes better than those forbidden fries. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, one bite, yeah. one bite of those cold stolen fries, he realizes that free does taste a lot better. Yeah. So he starts stealing from his own company just to score points with this. Yeah. Well, and let's say, you know, by the end when he, he starts, I mean, the film is called Super Size Heart. The guy definitely grows a heart because we can say that he's kind of pretty cold at the beginning and he has, you know, a very clean, clear, normal arc of a hero, but it's very expertly executed by uh, Ed Harris. Yeah. And it re- when he's opening up the children's charity at the end and the, the children's hospital wing and all that stuff, dedicating the plane to the AIDS benefit, all that stuff. Right, and when he put the duple burger in the children's hospital wing, that was really sweet, making the prices a lot lower in that location. Free fries, free, free fries, fries. Yeah, for the They're children. cold fries, but th- that's free the fries. secret to the duple's fries is they're better cold. Yeah, who would have thought? Yeah, who would have thought? Um, so, so, yeah, a super-sized heart, and I really love the scene at the end when they finally get married in the children's hospital and just let the kids run around through that restaurant and play with the shake machine. Totally unsanitary, I know, but I mean, it was just a lot of fun. Um, Rock and soundtrack, though, for that scene, too. A twisted sister going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Such a good movie. I recommend the hell. I'm, I, can we review this thing? Sure. I'm ready. I'm ready. Two, two points. This movie, take, take everyone you go see movies with to this movie and people you don't go see movies with take everyone two points i'm gonna take my mom to this movie two points yeah two points for me i'm gonna supersize my heart and go see this again i think soon with a loved one so two points i said six points for supersize heart let's chop two logs each right we're not gonna screw this Mm -hmm. up this time all right go Brandon, um, uh, no, did you I'm chop good. your I logs? I, yeah, we chop all. We all chop. Yeah, chop. It just sounded like someone was doing dope. 
No, it's a little mini chainsaw. Okay, well, if someone is going to do dope over there, I'm going to have a cigarette. No, one two review does not endorse drugs. They do not endorse alcohol. Cigarettes are okay. You know what, Luke? Cigarettes are okay. You can enjoy that cigarette. It's a holiday cigarette. I don't do it all the time. Is that one of the mint ones? Yeah, it's a minty one. Nice. Well, let's get on to our next movie, yeah? Yeah. Let's kick a sponsor. Oh, that's right. We got to pay for this thing. Sponsor. Spiesvolt Hacker Trapper. Free hack protection service from Spiesvolt. Download Hacker Tracker on any device where you suspect your passwords or social media is compromised. Hacker Trapper stores your password and will show you all unauthorized activity on your social media platforms. Spiesvolt is known internationally for demanding trust of users while being totally free. Download it Spiesvolt.yard. Great. Back with um, another movie. Yeah, Luke, back. Tell us all about it. Uh, I'm going to. It's called Dad Got Junk. Um, it's a fun little family romp. And in this movie, a little girl doesn't like her dad's butt. So she uses a wish to give him a better one. And uh, spoiler, a lot bigger. First impressions, yeah, bigger boys. Butts. Bigger butts equal bigger laughs, I would say. This is definitely a comedy. This... Um really got me going i was slapping my knee a few parts i almost spit out my coke at another time surprisingly laugh out loud at dad got this junk. is the, the the stupidest premise i've ever heard of i think in my life for a film and i loved it i loved it it's an hour and a half of big a dad with a big butt jokes yeah i was laughing the entire time yeah absolutely is it uh, incredible work is it a stupid premise because a girl gets a wish. She gets one wish from a genie lamp. One wish for some reason, and she wishes her dad would have a bigger butt. It was embarrassing that his butt that was is not embarrassing, a that, though. When you're 13 and you go around with your dad, who is single, single dad, by the way, it was an embarrassing sure. butt. Sure, sure. The other girls at school make fun of your dad's butt all the time. It's a sore spot for her. I get that. But the premise of a what like what a plot device she gets a wish somehow she gets a wish from a magic bottle i'm i'm saying i loved the movie so i'm just i'm astounded that i loved it it was amazing great so funny. well you know after the divorce his ex-wife started dating guys with big butts guys with big butts yeah and so I, and he had a I classic get it. like i get it all, classic american I get it. ham butt a little ham slice uh-huh. for a butt. all of the track is laid it all makes sense it all scans it works uh, what but i can't you can't get on board with that hey everyone can't get on board with a great movie with a great i'm on premise. board with movies Simple with like, elegance. i'm on board with this one i'm just saying you know, uh, there's genie movies where a person gets three wishes and there's all kinds of things to do with that. There's Freaky Fridays, body switches, stuff like that. This one, like, just just created circumstances to make a big-butted dad and make a lot of jokes about it. I'm just calling out America that that needs this, okay? We, we need did, this. and I needed it. We need a funny I, butt. We need a funny butt and we need movie. a happy ending. It brings the family together at the end, you know? Yeah, guess what? It works. That's not exactly. even a spoiler. It's so obvious. But X finds out husband's got a new ass. She gets back together, remarried. Family, family's, family's happy happier again. than ever. Um, 
they got a That's new they got a new baby on the way and guess what the baby uh-huh. got a big old yeah, butt so. you can see it in the ca- in the little baby skin yeah the little ultra ultrasound ultra ultra yeah ultra exactly so um we got a lot more oh butts in our future and come on this is something you take the whole family to uh and it's relatable Oh yeah, the, the butt was funny. You remember that time that Granny knocked the Voss over with her big fat ass? You know, family uh-huh. can remember butt stories of their own around the Christmas sure. tree and Hanukkah thing. Oh, maybe create some so new funny. memories. Yeah, this is such a good movie. Um, I will say, for so many butt jokes, I needed a couple more farts. We only had a couple fart scenes um, i didn't need the flagellants i really didn't i thought just the, the size but humor was enough yep i was Personally. totally into the you didn't need the poop and fart yeah. no nope it's a Wasn't family missing movie. It. yeah i was not missing it hey guys um, we had some good sneeze two good sneaks sneeze gags yeah and those were entertaining you know? so like I, I do i agree there should be some body whatever explosions but uh mouth is fine with me this thing works, guys. This thing works. I can't find any holes in it. I mean, I find huge holes in it, but none that sink this thing. This is unsinkable. Uh, you got to check this film out. Everyone should see Dad Got Junk. Bulletproof film. Uh, Absolutely uh, worth seeing. I'm, I mean, I'm just going to start. I'm going to review it. I'm two, two points for Dad Got Junk. Check it out. Two big fat cheeks. Two big fat points. Yeah, doubling it up. Going to be right on board with you guys with another two points. This movie really got me going. I... I think the last time I remember laughing like this in the movie theater was something about Mary. Did you guys see that movie? Did you mm-hmm. think it was funny at the time? Because I sure did. Hmm. I'm not familiar. Yeah. Well, review it sometime. No. <clears throat> All right. Hey, let's chop these six logs. Six. Let's throw them on the fire. All right. Hi. All right, here we go. So two each. That's two. Light up the city. Whoa. <laughs> I'm gonna light up a ciggy. Oh! Okay, right good. There? We're good. Brandon, how's your back, man? It hurts. It's a little sore. It's been a long day. It sounded like it was a painful <laughs> chop. You know they sell know um, they sell back supports, girdles. Maybe try that out this holiday season, this winter season, um, when you're getting that fireplace ready. Yeah, I don't, honestly, guys, I don't even have a fireplace. I don't know why I'm doing this. Well, the fire guys will help you with that. You're right. Speaking of the fire guys, one of our great sponsors, let's listen to another one of our wonderful sponsors. Steve Cowboy's Haunted Christmas Town. Steve Cowboy's installations have terrified Kansas City residents for decades. And this Christmas season is no different. See eviscerated elf decapitated deers and 16 gallons of gore. The scariest Christmas experience available. Slide down the 16-foot chimney of blood. Horror and pain await all who enter Steve Cowboy's holiday nightmare. Don't buzz now. Yikes. Steve Cowboy. Christmas is different for everybody, huh? Yeah, Kansas City. My brother went to one of those Steve Cowboy things and... uh, said it was scary stuff yeah you have to like sign a bunch of waivers i don't know big waiver stuff i guess if you didn't get your scares in for halloween this is for you kansas city residents 
Uh, the Steve Calvert guy does one, I guess, for all the holidays. There, he always has a haunted thing up. Sounds uh, intense. I don't know. I wasn't ready for that. I'm gonna stick with Super Size Heart for my family. <clears throat> Me too. That and that got junk. Yeah. Hey guys, that's it. Wait. Nice work. We're already done. Oh, great. I think so. Yeah. Great, great, great. We got some logs. We got um, some movies. Had some you laughs. Want Twenty logs. That's enough for a winter. Oh yeah, it's gonna be mild, man. Global warming is real. Yeah, yeah. If you're heating up, man, get a minty cigarette from Pish Poo Cigs. Have a cig. Not too many. Everything in moderation. Like they're not great. They're just okay. Yeah, just have a couple. I mean, you're you're just killing yourself slowly. Look, if it you... keeps them off the dope, Brandon. Cigarette is fine. Okay, it's not illegal. Yeah, I'm sorry. You know what? I love you guys. I love the holiday season, and I wish the best. I hope you have a lot of giving and a lot of receiving this holiday season, and a lot of love spread around. Mm-hmm. Help out someone in need. Yeah. Help out, you know, a Starbucks employee with a few extra checks. Yeah. Help out that guy at the Walmart that just greets you. You know, give him like fifty bucks. Yeah, give your Uber guy five stars. I mean, it's it's not a big deal. Give him a little shoulder rub. He's been driving all day. Ask ask first, of course, but rub him down. Give him Super a massage rub. it if you're bringing your friend with you. If he says it's okay, blow on his neck and ear. That's fine. Have fun with it. That's a tip. Hot tip. You'll get five points. If I mean five stars. Your rating will go up. Yeah. Speaking of five stars, guys... Um, if you want to submit a movie that you saw that you want us to review, go on to iTunes. Uh, their rating system is a little bit different. It's five stars, so give us five stars and just type in what you thought about the show and a movie that you saw that you want us to review, and we can get at it then. Um, Patreon will be coming your way, or it should be up actually by this point, so check out our Patreon. We've got fun offers for Patreon donors and extra content, that kind of stuff. You know how that works. Alex, what do we got for next week uh, as far as movies go? Next week, we have so many exciting movies. The list is getting longer and longer. I only hope I can find time around the holidays. Um, all right, well, next week, schedule Alex to review. Alex is the outro. Alex is going to do the outro, so I'll let him take it away, actually. <laughs> You're why? He was fine. No, but I kicked it to uh, you. I kicked it to you. Oh, oh, I got you, I got you. Uh, are these it? Yeah, these are fine. Cool. Awesome. All right. Yeah, next week we are going to be watching Gas, A True Story, Agents of Chaos, True Ties 4, Angel Dog, Boatfish, Fart Dog, Oliviana, and Bilge 3. No Crumble does? No Doe series? No oh, no, no, no. We got one from the no. Doe series. They just haven't released the title yet. The, the movie's okay. in the can. They just, yeah. Undisclosed Doe flick. Bye. Happy holidays. Happy Turkey Day. Good night. Uh, is that a spooky take on tummy sickness? Past the goopy cranboopy. <laughs>